Alright y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Bully Pants Podcast. I got my homegirl here, Christina from Ace Bulldogs. Say hey. Hi, Hi everyone. Alright, so uh, we got some good stuff coming at you. Uh, we did a, a really good episode with Pina from Aztec Exotics. We're going to continue it on again with my homegirl, Christina from Ace Bulldogs. Um, with that, Christina, do you got anything cooking up over at your program? I do, I do. We just did a breeding with um, Albomiga and Macy. Okay, um, okay. So both of them are, you know, about the same size, stocky, and Macy's little. So we are waiting on a confirmation, hopefully in 30 days, Okay. Um, to fully announce it. Um, but excited about it. For sure, So for that's sure. the only thing cooking right now. Um, Madison might be, but... That's further out than Macy, but for sure, for we're sure. getting there. For sure, for <laughs> sure. So, um, what are you expecting for those pups? To, what was your goal with that? Uh, shorten them, shorten um, them and sure. add bone, and you know the head um, size. Obviously, Macy's petite; she's little, and she doesn't have much. And she's a female, obviously. Um, so, with Albondi guy, I was hoping to get some girth on them, and then keep the size. And then work my way up back to one of the big dogs like Iceman or Mickey Blue Eyes or For sure. or Doughboy. Okay, okay. I haven't heard of Doughboy. Who was that? Lavish Bullies in California. Okay, wait. Is that in um, the same breeder or the same produced? The same people that produced Doughboy? No, no, no. I think that's a, might be somebody else, right? Yeah, I think that's somebody else. Okay. Um, Lavish Bully, I follow on Instagram a lot and. Um, I think he's got really good quality studs. Um, his pups are top of the line for California. Um, I, I know there's a lot of studs and puppies in California because it seems to be where all the bulldogs are, <laughs> all the good ones. Yeah. But um, he's he's someone that I follow um, closely and someone I would probably pay to. To do what to, you yeah. Okay. Now, now, what is your favorite type of bulldog? Because you know, there's overdone, there's micros, there's standard, like the breeds of the standard. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you usually go for? Um, I like a little bit of everything. Okay. So I have standards. Um, I have standard females, just red, um, and then I have color. So I have like a black and tan. Um, but my favorite would have to be this. The, the bulldog, the 35, 55, stocky, short, wide shoulders, big head. Yeah. Um, uh, my bigger ones are 65 pounds. Okay. And I think they're a little big, but it's just personal taste. For sure, for um, sure. Still a bulldog. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, what got you into this game? What, uh, how'd you start off? Uh, I married my husband mm -hmm. um, 10 years ago, and I came with two kids, so I was a package deal. Right. He came with an English Bulldog. <laughs> His okay. name was Ace. Oh, uh, okay. Um, my husband's name was Ace, too. Uh, he passed away four years ago. Okay. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. And we kind of just been working on a memory. For sure. Um, so... Bulldogs got me out of my depression. Definitely. Well, what a great way to commemorate him. Yes. You're doing everything right by him. And, you know, I'm sure he's looking down and, and, you know, watching everything that you're doing. And you're definitely making him proud. Thank 
Thank you. I got the chills. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, that's good. Um, I know, you know, uh, there's been a lot going on with uh, females in the bully game and not really getting their recognition just because they're females. Um, and I wanted to see, like, what if you faced any adversity in this bully game just because you are a female or if people look at you different just based off of your gender. Have you gotten anything like that or have you faced anything like that? Definitely. So all the time uh, when I do a lot of, uh, I guess, communication with potential buyers or people I want to use Pablo as a stud for a future litter, um, I always sign my emails or my texts with Chris. So when they meet face to face, yeah, and I walk out of the car and I'm like, hey, they're like, you're Chris, and I'm like, yep, I'm Chris. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, definitely, I feel like people feel um, not confident, but we're doing business with a woman. Um, it's a man's game. It's definitely a man's game. Um, I just push through it. Um, dog shows, I feel like, have gotten me a little bit out of my bubble. Your comfort zone. Yeah, so I, I, I get to see other women that participate and have bullies and show them and champ them out and I kind of look up to them and I'm like, okay, well if she can do it, I could do it too. You know, I shouldn't be afraid because it's a man's world. Just take it by the horns and go. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the, one of the, um, the most, uh, I want to say, like... Well, your friend Heather, <laughs> the other day I yeah, was watching. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Heather from Lalo Kennels. Um, she's really good and really knowledgeable with everything that she does. She's done with her, her girls, her, her boys, producing-wise. She's more of a standard look. Mm -hmm. um, so shout out to her. Um, she's doing everything right. But what I was going to say is a lot of females are actually like doing really, really well in this game. Um, and they're showing now, so it props props to you guys because I don't necessarily I I don't necessarily like to see it as as a guys um, you know community, but a lot of females do get looked upon down when it comes to the bully game, and I you know it's it's unfortunate, um, but you know you guys are definitely showing uh, showing out in regards to the program. So shout out to you guys. Um, another one that I, I like to see and I like to shout out is again Ashley. Uh, with Heavy D, she's she grand champ beat him out or grand champed out him um, and BRC. Yeah, I met her at um, St. Charles. Yeah, yeah, and she they just she's actually won. Uh, yeah, they just actually won Washington's up in uh, I want to say Oregon if I'm not mistaken. Don't wow. quote me on that, but they just won Washington's. They won the whole best of show over there at Washington's. Wow. So that just goes to show how how this bullet community is evolving. How the girls are actually going crazy in this in this in this community you know um and they're not they're stepping out of their comfort zone they're just you know showing out and fucking making the guys look like shit <laughs> <laughs> no i mean definitely maybe keeping up with the guys if anything keeping up with them but uh it's definitely hard work so i know heather and, and ashley do a lot of you know consistent work with their dogs to be able to produce and and, and show and, and I mean breeding's not easy if you don't progesterone test you miss heats if you mm -hmm. don't do this you know you so you really got to be in tune with everything that you're doing and pretty much in tune with your dog so yeah. if, if you're not willing to put in the effort and communication between you and your pet 
you're really not going to make it far in breeding. You know, you're going to produce one one puppy to two puppies because you don't progesterone test or or you're going to have smaller litters because you miss a heat or whatever. So I definitely think, you know, being in tune with your animal and, and putting all your effort into what you want to do and what program you want to build is definitely going to get you where you want to go. For sure, for sure, 100%. Um, as well as being, uh, we talked about this last episode, as well as being knowledgeable on what you're doing. Um, you got to do your research in order to, uh, you can't just put an animal with another animal and expect it to be great, you know? You got to definitely see what it's lacking. Um, my next question for you is, uh, what do you want to do with your program in regards to that? Did I ask that? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, man, this sounds really familiar. <laughs> uh, I definitely, I definitely want to get to that perfect bulldog that, that everyone like wants to use all the time like Iceman and Mickey and you know like it's perfect mm -hmm. the, the, the dog lacks nothing you know it's got bone it's got the size it's got weight and it's just a beautiful animal all all around healthy you know they're health tested so you know you're doing things right so I want to eventually expand my program and get to where someone says, hey, Ace Bulldogs is, you know, top-notch, like Paola or Doughboy or Iceman or everybody else, you know, sure. like everyone, 45 million followers on Instagram. Right, right. No, <laughs> I, yeah. I'd be happy with two. <laughs> 2,000, you know? Yeah. I definitely want to build a better breed, so want to get the dog, you know, where it doesn't suffer with cherry Irish or the palate issues yeah long elongated palate so definitely you know it's something that affects short breed or the short nose dogs right. so it's not something you can really avoid but building a better bulldog i guess yeah. all together but yeah building a, a more healthy and more sustainable bulldog yeah. one that lasts at least 13 years you know for <laughs> sure yeah my, my oldest just passed at 13 years Really? Yes. Dang, I'm, I'm they a, lived a long, long yes. life. That's a blessing though. Not a lot of bulldogs uh, get to that point. Um, I do hear a lot of stories where they have reached 10 plus years old, um, but that's not the average by far. So yeah. don't, um, to all the bulldog owners who are people who are thinking about purchasing a bulldog, just know that that is extremely, not extremely right. rare, but it's rare. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to say the average, if I'm not mistaken, is about six to eight years old. Yeah. Um, so um, just, you know, do your homework on that and, um, you know, see where it lands. But it is up to us to to make sure that the Bulldogs are as healthy as possible and, and get to live up to that point. Um, so, you know, all the breeders as well continue to do your research and see what we can do to better the breed because at the, at the end of the day, the owners and the pups uh, depend on us to create that perfect bulldog for them and that long-lasting uh, bulldog for them. Yeah, um, long-lasting companion. Yeah, for sure, because these dogs aren't just, as we all know, they're not just pets, you know, they're family to us. Yeah. Um, and as I say, you know, for breeders, um, make sure that you continue to, uh, you know, give them whatever they want because they continue to make make us money and it's not, you know, it's not up to them if they if they have a choice or not. You know, as 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 bad as it sounds, 
Um, we want to make sure we do our part by giving them the best, comfortable, Life. nicest place. Lifestyle. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the spoiled lifestyle. Exactly. So, um, question, what, um, what do you feed your dogs? Um, I actually had issues with my English Bulldogs being allergic to chicken. Okay. Um, so, we did a whole year of derma dermatologists, vets, um, steroids, um, and we just masked the problem two weeks and it, the uh, uh, just allergic reaction to chicken would come back and they were raw, they were losing patches. Their paws were swollen in between their webbing. It was disgusting. And they smelled terrible. Really? Terrible. What kind of uh, food were you feeding them when they were on chicken? Um, neutral or not, yeah, neutral lamb and rice. Neutral. So neutral was supposed to be like really clean and it was lamb so it wasn't chicken. Um, and then it just didn't work out because it was still made in the same facility with chicken. Gotcha. So that's what that's what I was thinking in my head. Like it's lamb. What do you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So because it was still made in the same facility as chicken, it had chicken-based products in it. So I ended up having to go grain-free. Um, and then now we feed Taste of the Wild grain-free salmon formula, and honestly, they look great. Like the white is white. Mm -hmm. They don't have tear stains. They don't have you know, nasty patches missing or anything. They've, they've done really good. We've been on it for about a year, year and a half. Okay. Um, never had to go to the dermatologist again, never had to get steroids. Um, so it's not for everyone. We did have to do all the allergy tests to find out that that's what they were allergic to. Right. Um, but I was once again grain-free. Now I'm with it, so. For sure. Um, definitely. And that just goes to show you how, how many times you like have to change your, your dog's diet, diet to, to make sure that they're getting the best quality out of it. Because if your dog's, you know, shitting and looking like shit because of the food, you know, you definitely want to go ahead and get that switched out. Um, you know, I recently had a problem with, uh, with my dogs just doing diarrhea. Like, they were just like squirting out poop like it was like pee coming out of their asshole you know what i'm saying so um like it was bad it, i would wake up in the morning and there's just shit everywhere on my walls on <laughs> fucking everything and I, I would just be so mad like it would get me so mad it's not their fault but it was just like seeing it Frust it's frustrating frustrating because yeah. they can't tell you they're animals exactly. so they can't communicate hey i have a stomach problem right i'm feeling sick feed me something else you're right. kind of just playing a guessing game with them right they're right. just like whoa what it what can i feed you to make you feel better exactly exactly and it's just, again, you got to go through those steps of trying to figure out what is okay with them, what is okay with their stomach, um, what is not okay with their stomach, and it's just, like you said, a guessing game. Um, it's trial and error, so if, you, if you're not going to do it, like, visit the vet and actually try to get results and you're just going to keep guessing, you're just going to keep spending money on vet visits endlessly because they'll just give you the run around, they'll never say, oh, run an allergy panel. You know, it was kind of just one of those things like after we spent three grand on steroids, let's do an allergy panel and right. narrow it down. Like that should have been my first, first choice. Right, exactly. Your number one choice. Yep. Like, well, with me, I just think vets, if you don't know what you're doing, they're always going to make you, they're like a fucking mechanic. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. 
they're gonna make you. They're gonna say this is wrong, this is wrong, that is wrong. Well, clearly they know that it's one thing that, or they can, you know, minimize yep. what you spend. Yeah, in order to get the same. To but get the they want to maximize your spending. Exactly, exactly. So definitely, um, definitely reach out to people. Progesterone testing with that. Progesterone <laughs> testing. Make sure that everything. Point or one point four. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever they say, whenever I see a one point four, I'm just, I'm thinking, I'm just like, like three days, four yeah. days, like, depending on what day they're on. If they're on day seven, I'll tell them to come back in three days. You know, if they come back in two days, you're probably probably not gonna be doing anything much, anything different. If they spike, you're not gonna miss by much. If if they're if you come three days later. Um, so, um, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of stuff that you got to take into consideration when, when going to the vet, because they'll try to spend that money. Yeah. They'll try to make you spend that money. And by no means am I, am I trying to knock down the vet, but, um, if you want to save a couple of dollars, definitely, uh, reach out to people. And if a lot of, a lot of people tell you, or several people tell you, go to the vet, it's, it's truly because you probably (laughs) want to go to the vet. But I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, um, how can I say it, uh, knowledgeable breeders yeah. that know exactly what's going on or have a sense of what's going on with your bulldog, um, if they are a bulldog breeder. Um, so you Shout know, out to my mentor, Hector Santana with Urban Bulls. Shout him out. <laughs> uh, shout out to him. And um, because, yeah, he, he's very knowledgeable um, within the bully community, uh, with these dogs in general. Um, Bulldogs aren't his forte, however, he does know his shit. Referrals pretty good. Yeah, he's so, um, shout out to him. Um, he's doing a hell of a job over there at Urban Bulls. He's definitely, uh, he's definitely taking me under his wing. So when you say, you know, do I feel uncomfortable being a woman or, or have I faced any adversity? I kind of just nudge up next to him and I'm like, I'm with him. (laughs) (laughs) Like dog shows, I'm with them. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I mean, you're definitely making a name for yourself. I know Pablo is uh, is coming out to be one of the like top studs in the Chicagoland area, um, with with his color and just the way he's been showing out at uh, at at, at uh, BRC shows. Um, he's doing really good things over there for you. He's progressed. Uh, I remember going to my first show three years ago in Indiana. Um, I met the owners of Lux Bullies. Lux, okay. Um, they were very kind to me the first time. I had nothing, like, I had no business at the BRC show. Never been, <laughs> you know, didn't have a booth. Kind of just stood ringside. And I remember, like, his wife, I believe her name is Christina, if, if I'm not mistaken. She gave me a handful of treats, and she's like, here's a show lead. Go in the ring. And I did. Nice. <laughs> and... Uh, he got, you know, three, like, first places for his category at that time, which was six months. Okay. Um, so, definitely shout out to them. They, they kind of, you know, encouraged me versus um, putting me down or saying, oh, you don't know what you're doing. They kind of were like, here, I'll give you what you need. You first timer, you don't know what you're doing. Walk me through things. And I kind of just never went back after that. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go to another one. And I'll go to another one. And I'll go to another one. And... And he's got, he's got, I think, like, 20, 21st place. That boy's going um, crazy. None, none of those big head statues yet. I want to get there. I'm right. working on it. But definitely a few ribbons um, from nationals and, 
and first places from other shows that we've been to. So proud of him. Definitely proud of him. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And I know he just dropped a litter not too long ago, right? With um, um, Yeah, with 815 um, Royalty Bulldogs. Um, I was working with Joe. Uh, he reached out to me last year. Um, I had met him at the dog show. In Iowa, right? Yep, in Iowa, briefly. And um, he reached out, and I had told him that uh, I would do a puppy back deal for him. And... Um, kind of didn't hear back from him and then you know he reached out and he's like hey will you still do that and I'm like sure you know yeah take I, advantage if she offers you that puppy <laughs> back deal you, you guys better fucking take advantage of that shit man cause uh for a, a fucking stud like Pablo for him to give you a puppy back or for her to give you a puppy back deal based, based off of him psh, you better jump on that quick <laughs> Joe don't ever do it again bro <laughs> When she gives it to you, better take advantage of it. Uh, he's been a pleasure to work with him and his wife. They came out in a blizzard. You know, we met at Hector's for the AI. It was snowing. Oh, it's oh, terrible. Man. It was a blizzard. And uh, they drove all the way from Rockford. We drove from Joliet and we met at Hector's. And we did three AIs in snow. And, and she had six puppies, seven puppies. Seven puppies, I wow. Think six, six or seven, one of the two, I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but she had a big litter, which was wonderful. Right, you know, right. I was nervous with the first time doing a puppy back deal. You know, they're like, well, what if it goes wrong? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what if it goes wrong. I don't know what to do, you know? I mean, it was my first time for everything, so. So um, that was your first puppy back deal ever? Yep. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah, first time puppy back deal. Um, no agreement. It was kind of just verbal consent. Wow. So, you know, you go into it blindly and and you don't know how it's going to play out, right. like whether it's going to be good for you or negative. And everyone's like, don't do it, don't do it. And I'm like, what do I got to lose? You right, know? Like, right. He doesn't pay up or they don't have a puppies. I'm like, it's going to go one of two ways, but he's been a pleasure to work with. For sure. Shout out to Joe from what? 815? 815. Royalty Bulldogs, Royalty if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So have you decided what puppy you're getting off of him? No, we actually scheduled a meet for the 18th, so next Sunday. Okay. Uh, first time meeting the puppies, kind of excited. Um, that's nice. You know, I, I usually whelp them myself, so mm -hmm. I see them from birth till four weeks. But right. Now it's like I get to go meet them and yeah, I get to go fun. see them and I'm like, hey, how are you? Yeah, for sure. But that's that's a that's an exciting thing. Uh, he's got two that I had my eye on, a male or a female. Okay. And as you know, they're both lilac and tans, and and the whole litter was lilac and tan. Um, so, wow, straight light like tries. All of them. Wow, all triple carriers, <laughs> no question about it. All of them, all of them. It, it, it was just beautiful. Like, there was nothing but them. Yeah. I was like, wow. That, that's <laughs> dope. That's dope. Because yeah. you, you see, like, uh, when they're light like tries, you see a lot of, like, different colors. But the fact that they're all light like tries, yeah. that's insane. Um, I know another uh, exciting step that you took in was uh, creating your own whelping service. How has that been? Oh, God. Um, so, my basement is under construction to add a whelping unit. Okay. Um, so, I'm hoping to get it finished. You know, we did the whole gutting and everything. Uh, right now, we 
have studs only, so we had to put drywall up and, and get it put together. But the plan is to have about 500 square feet of an area where I can pretty much have like a NICU unit for these puppies. Um, I plan on getting those uh, incubators. Right. Um, I actually was looking at K9 um, when I ordered the progesterones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they sell the units. Right. Um, so definitely that's going to be one of the investments that I make to be able to provide these services that I want to provide for other breeders who want to breed but don't have the time. To um, it's definitely a full-time job. Right. Um, luckily, I work from home doing sales, so I don't leave my house. Same. Um, <laughs> so I, I can work on the computer and make sure that no one's doing anything, you know, or the puppies are fine or they're not too hot, not too cold. Um, so it's definitely helped. Corona has always also been a blessing because I've gotten to stay home. Right, right. Um, so definitely those work from home jobs have been a blessing to the program. For sure, 100%. Because I get to focus instead of driving 40 miles to work one way, driving 40 miles the other way. Right. Um, so that's the plan. Pretty much want to have like a little NICU for the whelping unit, which is scary because you have other people's puppies. Right. And, and you know, as as a lot of readers may know, there's puppies that can fade out in a week for no reason. Right. Um, so it's a lot of responsibility that you're putting on one person to whelp your puppies, but it's something that I'm willing to do, you know. And that's just another way that, again, like... Females are fucking just going full dodge and full force and taking taking that step to, to you know, make their name out there and make their name be known and and just, you know, show that they're working, you know. It's, it's just not a guy's thing. Um, do you have, like, any information on, on well-being, like, that you want to share with us uh, in regards to, like, pricing, maybe, like, uh what they need to have or what you guarantee. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just throwing ideas out there. I'm not sure if you have the, that information. If you don't, totally fine. Um, if you do, if you want to share it, by all means. I have a few. Um, so I just whelped a letter for um, a breeder in Chicago. Uh, she only did two weeks. Okay. Um, which is it's good, you know. Um, and I charged her three seventy five a week. Um, it came with round-the-clock care. Um, I don't leave the house. I sleep in the in the living room currently, which is where I whelp. Um, on the couch, I watch them day and night. I'm up every three hours to feed them. I make sure mom's doing okay. Um, and it worked out. Puppies went home. They were big. They opened their eyes. You know, we met all the milestones. They gained weight. Nice. Um, so it was a successful first time around. Um, I didn't have an agreement in place at the time. Right. Um, it is something that I will have put together, so it kind of covers my butt. Um, definitely, you know, with whelping, you can't be 100% guaranteed that all your puppies will make it. You don't know any, any problems that they might have internally. Right. Um, obviously because they're born and the vet checks them briefly and sends you on the way. Um, 
also mom can have complications. That's also something that, you know, I can't guarantee. Um, if she has internal bleeding, I don't know. Right. Um, so it's definitely something that I'm working on to put together. Um, but that's my open pricing um, per week. Uh, I provide everything. So if the puppies need milk replacer, I'll put the milk replacer in. I just ask that you bring your female's food. Um, if she's got um, a blanket or something to make her feel comfortable in someone else's home, bring any of her belongings. Um, everything for the puppies I'll provide. Um, wow. I do weekly updates. So, you know, I, I get in the pen and I take nice pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I can post them for you, tag you and say you're the owner. Um, or I can send them to you and you can do what you want with right. them. Um, but I do include that in my pricing. Um, we take care of them, clip their nails, give them baths if needed. Um, mom gets a bath too when we do dog baths. So sure. um, the care is there, the time is there. Um, it's just whether or not people want to give you their trust or trust you with their beloved animal. Right. Right, for sure. And, uh, you know, shout out to you because that's, that's, <laughs> that's a full-time job right there it's within itself. And I know a lot of, like you said, that you provide the, re, uh, the, the replacement. Uh, the goat milk. formula. Yeah. That's the black. The formula. Um, what you call it. Yeah, yeah, that's black. And um, not a lot of uh, whelpers, they'll do that. They'll make you provide every single thing. And all, they, all you're paying for is their time to whelp the dogs, and that's it. You're not paying for anything else. So if you include that replacement milk in there and you provide everything for the puppies, that that's yep. really, really nice. We just ask that you bring mom's supplies. So mom's diet is probably different from what we feed our dogs. Right. So whatever mom eats, bring it. Um, whatever she feels comfortable in, bring it. You know, we have the whelping area set up in my living room, and it's... It's it's not super fancy right now, but it makes do. Right. It, it, it gets by, and it's definitely worked out for my previous litters. Worked out for the one I whelped. So. And um, just uh, for just because I know this information, Christina's house is beautiful. <laughs> um, you, you you might think that the living room is tiny, or it's not a, it's not an okay, or like a, a how can I say it, a spacious enough room to whelp but if you see her living room you're gonna you're gonna know that it's spacious enough for her to whelp she could probably have two litters in there and still have enough space for you to hang out that's how big it is trust me it's it's she has the room um she's doing great things um with whelp and i'm definitely proud of you thank you continue to to you know work on the goals that you want and uh you know show out for the females so um that's definitely dope that's Thank definitely you. dope. You. Did you have any um, have any nerves that you were like uh, feeling when you were dealing with this litter? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, every day, every feeding, you know, I was worried. You know, they weren't feeding enough. I was worried that you know they could have congestion, aspiration. You right. Because you have to be there. The baby, if the baby's passing milk through their nose, you gotta make sure you clean it out, or then you right. get pneumonia liquid in the lungs so it's definitely <laughs> stressful 100%. stressful to say the least but it's so rewarding and it's it's just watching them grow and and knowing that you did your part to assist in this development of these babies because i mean it's what you have to do it's 
pretty much NICU care 24-7 right. for the first at least two weeks of their life, you know. Making sure mom doesn't sit on them, making sure mom doesn't eat them. Right. <laughs> with, with, with any deficiency that she might be facing after delivery or being, you know, kind of zoomed out from anesthesia. Uh, so. Now, what, um, what made you get into well-being? Like, what, I'm not sure if I even, I'm going to continue saying this, but I'm not <laughs> sure if I even asked that already. If I did ask any questions, just cut me off and be like, yo, you asked me that. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, obviously I woke my own litters, um, in the downtime when, you know, I had missed heats or, or didn't, a, f a female didn't take, I didn't have any re revenue coming in. Mm -hmm. So it was like my whole program came to a standstill until I could produce a litter. Right. So thinking outside the box, I was like, okay, well, my $15 a job at Clearstream Recycling isn't really paying, so what can I do to keep revenue in my pocket? Like, what went on, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll walk for other breeders. Right. Um, I, I know it's a lot of work, and a lot of people don't want to do it. It's, it's, it's something that if you have a litter of seven or eight, you don't mind paying someone three, four hundred bucks, you're like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's chump change, mm -hmm. um, you do the dirty work, I don't want to do it. Right, for sure, um, and I know that you had a litter, litters that were like back to back or like a month apart, No. they were, they were pretty big litters, right, like a five piece and something else? Uh, five and a seven, and they were one week apart. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I had both of them in my living room. <laughs> I I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, I had a, a three and a five piece, and they were about five weeks apart. You're saying you had twelve puppies a week apart? <laughs> no, no, nah, I cannot I do that. I need my puppies. sleep. I would have definitely been calling you like Christina. How much you say it was again to walk this litter? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, that's amazing. It was definitely uh, it was hard. Um, definitely a lot of cleaning, a lot of bleach, a lot of sanitizing, a lot of laundry. Laundry, we would go through blankets every hour, every two hours, just switching them out to make sure you know everything was sterile and clean and and up to par. And yeah, <laughs> twelve <Yeah>. puppies. <laughs> that's crazy. Twelve that's puppies. Crazy. Um, what do you say, what do you, what did, I saw somebody ask this on a YouTube video, and I thought it was interesting, um, what would, what would be your most memorable experience at a show, if you can remember? Um, probably Nationals, uh, in, what was it, Indianapolis? Yeah, um, the BRC. It, yeah, the BRC, um, I think Pablo took, uh, it was first place in his category, but I'm not going to remember. It was the big ribbons, though. You know okay. how they give the big, yeah. poofy ones? Um, he got three. Okay. He got three uh, for the day, and it was probably, like, one of my biggest accomplishments, knowing that I went out and I pushed and I did everything that I could to be able to show him properly. And... Uh, it was, I definitely drove home that four hours from Indy and I was <laughs> like, oh, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, we did it, dude. 
and my kids were with me and they were happy, you know, nice. and, 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 and yeah, he was probably knocked out on the whole whole ride. Oh back, yeah, right? he slept, he passed out. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, whatever, like screw you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I did what I had to do, I'm yeah. knocking out. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, what are you excited for in regards to you know within this next year? Um, what are you excited about? Do you have anything that you know comes right off the bat in regards to shows? In regards to anything? Uh, well, being upcoming breeder or up, upcoming breedings. Um, you know what do you what do you do you have anything excited that you're old? Do you have anything that you're excited about in regards to the next year? A little bit of everything. Yeah. So uh, the upcoming breedings with Macy and Albonia, um, the whelping unit finally being finished and and up and running. You know me, me being able to uh, post it on social media and actually show people you know what I put together so they can see. Oh, okay. Well, it's worth the money that she's asking for. You know, like not just out of my living room and in a basic pool um, right. uh, and growing the program um, you know hoping to get the Frenchies started that's right you did, I, you did I, get two Frenchies I, I got two Congrats Frenchies on that. thank you thank you and um, get that going so so you got a lilac and tan if I'm not mistaken right or is yes. it blue? okay lilac and tan and uh, black and tan right oh uh, Emma no she's a blue try blue tan okay blue try um, carries cocoa okay nice um, and then the male is a black and tan carries fluffy wow carries fluffy wow. so um, I'm excited the odds for the carrier fluffy jean is only one out of four. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's not a guarantee, but it's right. definitely going to be something that I'm looking forward to see what they produce together. Okay, so you're gonna so you those aren't from the same litter then if I'm not no no no, okay. no. Okay. Uh, one is from Iowa and the other one is from Texas. Wow, so which one's from Iowa? Which one's from Texas? The, the female Emma is from, from Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Fer Fernamental French that, Bulldogs, I believe. That's the female? I think so. I might, that's the one that carries Fluffy? Coco. Coco? Okay. I might be butchering their name. Um, and the Bulldog male Frenchie is... I'm probably going to butcher their name too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching this. Yeah, I'm so off. sorry. No, I'm just <laughs> um, I should have wrote it down. No but. worries. No worries, but um, you definitely got some good stuff cooking up over there. I'm, I'm excited to see what those Frenchies uh, do for you. I know you've been talking about getting a Frenchie for a long, <laughs> long time. It was just a matter of time before oh, you pulled that trigger. I was, I uh, was obsessed. <laughs> I was literally obsessed. I'm excited. Just scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, oh my god, this one, this one, this one. <laughs> I'm I, excited to see what you do with them and. Um, where your program goes with the Frenchie game. That's a, that's really, really exciting. So that should be sometime next year where you'll be, yep. be able to do something with Probably them. Probably right? like early next year, January. Or that's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. Definitely be coming with you for progesterone, like nice. always. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the work never stops. You you no. got, you got and Hector are always on call. And it could be Christmas, and you're like, yeah, come through. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, this vet never closes. No, it definitely doesn't. And I'm, I'm up at all times of the day. Just don't hit me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be like, Christina, you're going to have to wait just like seven more hours. Yeah. Come at 10. <laughs> 
that's in the air, but you'll, you'll see. Um, but no, that's 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 some good stuff. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm really happy for you. Um, it's it's gonna be an amazing thing. Start it from the bottom, and you know we're not there, but we're here. <laughs> you're definitely on. The, you're definitely on the way of getting there. Uh, it's um, like it's hard work. For sure. For sure. What do you have? Um, what type of advice do you have for females that are that are getting into this bully game? Um, don't give up. Cry it out. Cry it out in your bathroom, in the shower. Uh, you know, let out the anger and frustration out, but don't give up. Keep keep going. It's it's worth the cruise and and you know the roller coaster. Don't take what anybody says personal. Um, everyone's gonna have their own opinion. You know, you make your own of yours and and view yourself as what you want to be and make the goals that you want to do and. And don't worry about what everybody else says about you. You know, if, if you're a female, you can do it too. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Do not give up. No, push through it. You got this. Hey, there it goes. And if you need any advice, holla at Christina. She obviously knows what she's doing with everything. Um, if you need any welcome advice, go ahead and holla at her. Um, breeding advice, anything along the lines of that. This could be anybody, but you know. If I don't know it, I mean, well, Hector, Nestor, Agustin, somebody will know. Someone She'll on point the you in blog. the right direction. Yep. She'll point if, you in the right if direction. If I don't know, we'll recommend you somewhere else, and, and then sure. the person will know. And if not, you can always go to the vet. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. Now, I know that you're, you're uh, mentioning the bully blog, you're an admin on the bully blog. Right? Yeah, um, so Hector asked me to be um, an admin, um, I believe a year and a half ago, two years almost. Okay. Um, kind of when we started working together with the AIs, um, I became really comfortable with with how he did, you know, his AIs pretty much. Um, he hasn't failed me one letter and I've produced six successfully, so that's a pretty good continuous you know, service, I guess you can say, of, of letters being produced. Um, I was having trouble with repo at actual vets um, and producing single pups or one or two pups or missing cycles altogether. So definitely the bond that um, I grew to have with Urban Bulls there was, was strong and, and definitely appreciative. Um, so... He asked me to be an admin, and I'm like, sure. He's like, I don't know much about English Bulldogs. So I'm like, okay, well, I know a little bit. I'm not a pro. Um, I can definitely, you know, do admin work if anybody has questions. You know, people ask, you know, how do you keep your dog so white? I don't mind sharing what I do. Um, right. It kind of just point them in the right direction. And getting rid of all the scammers. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. All those people from, like, Nigeria. I'm like, how? <laughs> I do screen requests. I, if, uh, if your profile was created less than two years ago, you get denied. Man, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Sorry, Scammers. No, yeah. that's, that's definitely a, a big thing with um, buying a bulldog or trying to get a bulldog or just uh, anything online. There's a lot of scammers out there. and um, People reach out all the time. Oh, I just got scammed out of $500 for a deposit. You know, showed up to a fake address in Chicago. Damn, um, really? Well, it's, it's bad, but I mean, 
people make a living out of scamming other people. For real. So um, and they, they're ruthless. They don't care if you got a family. They don't care if that's your rent. No. Nope. Honestly, you shouldn't be buying a dog if you can't pay your rent. <laughs> Or if you're using your rent money, do not use your rent money to buy a dog. Take care of what you got to take care of. It's priorities. Yeah. But, uh, no, nah, these scammers are definitely ruthless. Like, they don't care one bit. Um, I know a lot of people have been putting, uh, like, sharing scammers' profiles. Um, you know, if you guys want to continue to do that to help everybody out. Yeah, definitely report them. We could report them. And, I mean, the least we could do is just remove them. And it's such a huge group. It's grown so much in the last, you know, year and a half that I've been an admin. It was obviously there before I came along. But, God, God we're up to, like, what, 5,000 members, maybe? Wow. If I'm not mistaken. Wow. And growing every day, requests just pour in. <laughs> 50 a day. And that's with five admins, I believe. Wow, that's, and that, that's a lot. That's crazy. So, <laughs> so with like what what the admin work does it just like tell you like oh such and such wants a request or like how does that work with admin work? I'm not an admin on Facebook, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not as cool as you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't as cool as you. Um, I kind of just been learning, but uh, the request comes in and then um, it shows you like how long they've been a Facebook member. Um, if they have pictures, okay. um, you know, uh, when their Facebook page was created, X, Y, Z. Uh, so it kind of gives you a breakdown of all their information that's made public. Okay. Usually the ones that were just created seven days ago. Oh, scammers. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you, you kind of get to, to say, okay, well, this person is from Lagos, Nigeria. I'm like, right. what the fuck do you want in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my language. <laughs> no, no, this is un- this is all and uncut. You can you could you could curse as much as you want. You can do what you want. Um, but definitely, like I at least I try to screen um, only because there is so many scammers out there, and it's just it, I mean it doesn't take me more than a second to look at yeah, all your info and just say yay nay. Yeah, for sure. What do you have uh, in regards to advice on buying a bulldog and not getting scammed? What's your advice on that? Definitely communication. So communication with the breeder. Um, if the breeder's legit, I mean, they will have no issue meeting you or allowing you to see the dog in person. Um, obviously, if you're going out of state and making a drive to go meet this breeder or this dog you know you're gonna take the risk of driving four hours one way or five hours or whatever um but at least you're not sending some random stranger your money um breeders will work with you you know obviously if you're willing to make an effort to come see the dog they are willing to make an effort to you know set a time and date for you to come view it right um they could even um video chat yeah um, video chat still makes me a little iffy, but why is that? I'm an iffy person. He's <laughs> just like, no, I'm not with that. I need to see a damn dog in person. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, like I, dogs look really different in person. Like you might like a dog on Facebook and Instagram because the person takes great pictures. Right. You know, they get down on the floor and they, they portrait mold and yeah. mess up with the colors. It just then they could first, on and edit. In person, I, to me, if I'm buying a dog, you know, the dogs, we've 
buy, you know, we're not $500 dogs, so it's not like, oh, you know, we can just chuck it. It's it's an investment you're making. It's two, three, four, five thousand dollars, and and if you don't like the dog when you get there and you've already sent the deposit, you're forfeiting your deposit because that was your choice to send it. Right. Um, a lot of the breeders are going to be like, hey, it's been seven weeks. You sent it at four. I haven't advertised, so I'm not going to give you a refund. Um, and that, in your part, is your fault. Mm-hmm. because you jumped the gun on something you didn't see. Um, so I'm an in-person meet and greet. Sure. <laughs> meet and greet. So definitely, uh, definitely. Have you, had, have you had any bad experiences? Um, you don't have to say if you don't want or if you don't feel comfortable, but like, have you had any bad experience with selling a dog or a puppy or like, have you been scammed before or anything like that? Um... I wouldn't say scammed. Um, I did lose out on a stud fee for um, a chap's son okay. um, because we missed two heats in a row. Gotcha. Um, and I mean, it's entirely so. Was it like up a in the, up in the air? Was it like an expiration date type thing, or it was no, just like if you if she doesn't say two times in a row, then you're cooked? Yeah. So okay. it, it was pretty much if if she didn't take the first time. They would do a rebreeding. If you didn't take the second time, then you can pay 50% of the stud fee for a third try. But at that point, I was like, we tried twice. Twice. You know, it was two a two AIs each time, and it was just not meant to be. Right. So I chopped it up as a loss. Um, it was $3,500. Um, so it was kind of. Big to swallow, but lesson learned. For sure. Um, I don't like shipped semen. <laughs> do not. Same. Do same. not. I will drive to come see you. I, I will make the effort. I, I, we will do the breeding live and in person. Yeah. Don't ship me shit. No, <laughs> 100%. Um, I, had, I only dealt with one experience with shipped semen, and it wasn't their fault that, that, that my girl didn't take. She was just too high in, in numbers, and I was just like, fuck it, let me try and see if I hit. She didn't take, it didn't work out, but that's my only time trying it, and that's the only time I'm gonna try it. It was just uh, too much of a hassle to, not on their end, but more so on my end to like make sure that the, it got there on time. It, my girl was already high, and it's just like, at this point, like I'm just, it's just gonna be worth a try, and if she doesn't take, she doesn't take, you know? Um, so I rather just do AIs. It gives me that comfortability knowing that security. Yeah, that they're right there with you. Um, even fresh. if it's yeah, fresh. it's fresh. It's fresh. fresh. It's, um, you know stuff like that. Um, so I'm actually you know I'm not dealing with the AIs no more. <laughs> Every time I lock in a stud credit or what I'm not I'm not dealing with the ship semen no more. Yep. Every time I lock in a stud credit. They always, they always put the shipping fee on there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to pay the shipping coming. fee. I'm going to go to you. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Just uh, pay for the AI. That's fine. I'm, I'm not going to do the shipping fee, though. I'll just lie to you, and then uh, we'll do it from there. Because uh, my one-time experience, it was not. That was sour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, just a, it's just a headache. It's a headache dealing with it. UPS loses it. FedEx doesn't deliver it. Yeah, they it's too much, it. To, yeah. too, much, too much chaos. Um, so I definitely, uh, not with the ship semen anymore. Nope. 
<laughs> Sorry. And if you want Pablo's semen, uh, I'm not with it, but I will ship it to you, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, there you go. If you want, any, <laughs> if you want that Pablo, Pablo specimen, we just had a birthday and we did a birthday special. We did have a few people lock him in at oh, his nice. little race. Nice. Um, so we're excited to work with them. How many lock ins if you don't mind me asking? Three. Three? Nice. That's, that's not Three. bad. Yeah. And uh, I'll let them announce. They haven't announced. For sure. Of so. course. But excited to see. That he's working out and yeah. putting, hey, I'm telling you. Putting Paolo's, in work. All those doing some good things out there, man. Um, uh, I know that you do uh, you do your own like um, what are handling in the shows. How how has that been in regards to where you started off versus where you're going now? So, um, for I guess uh, what do you what do you call it? Um, advice that I was given: mm-hmm. work with your dog every day, every day. Give them thirty minutes to an hour of your time and work with them and he will work with you um that's coming from lux bullies (laughs) and feed him chicken (laughs) even though he's allergic um we skipped the chicken part but uh definitely in the backyard i use my backyard i put the show lead on him i i drag him around the yard (laughs) nice drag him around the yard when we get back to the concrete we stack um you know, I, I, I'm not a pro. I should get a stack box. Um, would probably help, but uh, he works with me. For sure. Um, he was sitting in the ring every time at the end when we got to the judge. So yeah. from six months to now two years, he's definitely progressed a lot. Um, so definitely made some improvement, a lot of improvement. Good, good. Now, um... Do you want to tell everybody where they can find uh, find them next? I know you we're going to a couple shows. Oh yeah, we we're going to um, Schomburg. Yes. Schomburg, we're going to Schomburg. Um, not sure what booth we are yet. But. No worries. Uh, booth twenty eight. <laughs> booth twenty eight. Me and Christina will be at the same booth as long as with our homeboy Augustine um, from Urban Bulls. Um, so catch us there. Um, and then Peoria, November. November twentieth. Twentieth. So you can catch catch us there as well. Um, I'm not sure what booth we are on that one. <laughs> I know I got it locked in, but I don't remember. Um, so catch us there as well, um, and you can see Pablo in person. I th- I think it's better that you see him in person because the pictures don't do him any justice. <laughs> um, he gets a lot of more reactions. I I would say in person, in person. people people always come to him like, damn, he got a big ass <laughs> head and like. He's really nice looking and all this good stuff. So um, if you haven't seen him in person, he's a dog that you definitely want to check out in person. And he's definitely putting in at work. Um, so shout out to Pablo. Yeah. And happy belated birthday, Pablo. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old man with gray hair and his chin. <laughs> <laughs> man, um, cool. So uh, anything else that you wanted to share with us? How long we've been on here for about an hour. Anything else you wanted to go ahead? I mean, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to come. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um, it's, it's an exciting journey. I'm excited for you. This is so big. Uh, definitely, I tuned into all your lives. I tuned into your podcast that you created the first one. And 
and I'm always sitting there in the kitchen doing whatever I'm doing, and you're on, <laughs> you're on my phone, and and I, my kids already know, like, oh, are you watching King's Dad? I'm like, yep, sure am. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad that you stay tuned in with everything I do. I appreciate that. Um, any shout-outs you want to give out before we head out? Uh, Urban Bulls, Hector, Augustine, he was definitely one of my, my, he was my first stud I used in, in my breeding game, so um, I've definitely Who was Augustine? Cutting. Oh, okay. Cutting, <laughs> yeah, Cutting, Urban Bulls. Cutting, okay, okay. You, you're always working with me, you know, I, sure. I text and I'm like, hey, progesterone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Um, so I definitely am very thankful to know you guys and be in the network with you guys and For sure. be able to work with you guys because I feel like we're family. Um, 100%. Definitely family and and I'm excited to take on this road with you guys and, and keep working, you know. For sure. And, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know in the beginning of the video where they can catch you. I'll do it right now as well. Um, with her Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff where you can find Ace Bulldogs and Christina at. Um, if you want to catch up with them and see, you know, Lock and Pablo and see what their, what their new upcoming breedings are, what their new upcoming litters are looking like, where the shows that, the shows they're be, they will be at, um, all of that information, you can reach out to them with their social media. Um, and then if she decides to give you her number, then you can hit her up there. <laughs> um, but I'm not posting that on here. It's, it's public. Already. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. So my number's out there. For sure. Text, call. For sure. Um, pretty good with getting back. If I don't text right back, I will. All right. Well, Christina, it was a pleasure having you. I'm glad we got to do this episode. Um, shout out to all the females making the fucking difference in the bully community, <laughs> yo. You guys are out there, man, doing the fucking thing. Ashley, Christina, Heather. Um, I don't speak much to this girl. I, don't, I think I've spoken to her probably once commenting, but just because we don't speak doesn't mean that I'm not viewing the shit that you're doing, but you're fucking putting in work. Lisa Williams uh, with the Frenchies, she's fucking going nuts. Um, she got Mr. Tara, if I'm not mistaken, fucking going crazy with her. Or with him, rather. Um, so shout out to you. Um, we're gonna end it right here. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna see you next week, and stay tuned for that next one, Bully Family. Peace.